1: Money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
3: Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on V-CEN.
4: Things heating up at Bet Rivers, Fall Sports, and your go to book all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college, basketball, and hockey. Now's the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bets will receive up to $500 in free bets. When you make a first time deposit using code SPORTS, go to betrivers.com or download the app today at betrivers. gets a whole new game. The handle is going to be through the roof Saturday in these college games. Number one, the matchups, undefeated mm-hmm. against undefeated. And it's the perfect point spread for all these games because you're going to get, you know, the, the seven, seven. The, can, you're going to get money line support for, for both all these games, too. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect uh, landing spot, or at least the perfect spreads for these games as well. So we touched on Bama, we touched on Penn State. Uh, we both like Utah. Uh, I just think, you know, Stanford moved the ball on USC, too. Oh, sure. But then there were some turnovers in that turnovers game inside as the well. Tent. Should yeah. I be concerned about my Oklahoma State pick after what I watched last night with Baylor? West Virginia wins
5: 43-40. Yeah, I think so a little bit. Uh, now, Mike Gundy, if you want to lean on the uh, trends, Mike Gundy as an underdog has got to be uh, a confidence builder for you. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if you if, – if you watched that game last night, you do have to have some concerns. By the way, that Baylor team lost at BYU, too. Yeah. And that was a shorthanded BYU team. Yeah. Uh,
4: so That was alarming, though, what happened with the score. I know there was Very a touchdown in there. But Very still.
5: surprising, too, because uh, Dave Aranda is such a good defensive yeah. coach, the Baylor coach. Yeah.
4: Well, you, we just talked about revenge. Here's revenge staring you right down. Look, at this was 63-17 to 17 last year. Oklahoma State put it on TCU. So a revenge angle mm-hmm. here and Dykes has done a hell of a job. I thought the schedule would catch up with them as well, because you go rivalry game, and considering where Dykes came from with uh, SMU, then it was Oklahoma, then the Kansas performance, and now you're at home against Oklahoma State, and I don't think you can rip them for what happened against Texas Tech, as Texas Tech beat Texas a couple weeks ago, and so Uh it was a close call, but Oklahoma State, I mean, this should be an aerial circus, though, as well. Certainly, they missed Knowles, the D.C. who left and went to Ohio State, and Certainly, uh, I know it was a blow-up, but what Central Michigan did in the opener on that Thursday night, but the t- absolutely, I don't want the under at all in this game 68 and a half. But I, I, uh, Gundy has been great in this spot as a dog, and uh, also the Chris Felica tweet about when the line's in this plus three and a half three and a half range, minus three and a half range, he's uh, what 15 and two, I
5: believe. Uh,
4: but that, that was definitely cause for concern. what happened. Are you a believer in TCU?
5: Yeah, to a certain extent I do because I think Max Dugan's a hell of a quarterback and he, he's not going to make mistakes to blow games. I think uh, the Bear and Stanford Steve both came in on the TCU side. when They're taking uh, money. Yeah, when I, yeah. Uh, I checked their podcast picks this week on ESPN, uh, I think they're both on TCU. I, I did not play this game. This is a, a huge game in the Big 12, but it gets overshadowed because we have so many other big games in college football this weekend.
4: Yes, and Texas, in some spots, the favorite still to win the conference, even though these – Hey, uh, Paul, there's doesn't.
5: no there's no uh, Saturdays off in the Big 12. No, great depth. Top to bottom, Absolutely. outstanding conference. Absolutely. Adam
4: Chernoff in 20 minutes, uh, he, he had a good tweet. I agree with him. This is a tough week in the NFL. Between the injuries and some of these matchups, it's mm-hmm. going to be a, uh, a tough week coming up. Um, but the, the Giants at home against Baltimore – And the Giants on a 13-1-1 underrun in home games. Great performance in London the second half with Danny Dimes and how the offense looked, even with all the injuries. Can they slow down Jackson and the Ravens? But what gives me pause here is, if you want the Giants, is the London angle. So going back now, seven times a team hasn't had a bye off the London game. It's 6-1 to the over, and all seven teams have either been tied or behind in the fourth quarter. It happened again last week with the Vikings and the Saints. Worked out for the Vikings. They won but didn't cover. Saints were down but then got the cover as well in that crazy game against Seattle. So that gives me pause here with the Giants. But what do you think? Listen, the NFC East has been a big story here in the NFL. Can the Giants keep it going here, with number one with the underrun, but can they hang in this game and upset the Ravens?
5: Um, I don't think they're going to upset the Ravens here. And... Yes, I, I do think the NFC East is for real for, for the most part because I've been a big Philadelphia Eagles believer since the summer. I've propped that team up, hyped that team for a long time. Yeah. Now you're seeing Dallas emerge with a, a dominant defense. Are the Giants for real? Eh, not sure. But I do like Brian Dable. I think that was a great coaching hire. Yep. And what you're seeing with Saquon Barkley back in that offense, he's a dynamic player. He makes all the difference. What have the Giants missed – Uh, For most of the last four or five years, a healthy Saquon Barkley and a competent head coach. And now you've got them both. Good call. And that makes Daniel Jones a better quarterback. Paul, if you watched that London game, this is what stunned me. Daniel Jones limped into that game on a bad ankle, and he outplayed Aaron Rodgers.
4: He's great in the second
5: half. No doubt
4: about it. With all the weapons. I mean, who's he throwing to? All these guys are hurt. There's wide receivers. You got so, to give
5: Brian Dable a lot of credit. You, you man. see
4: Here's, the yeah. I know you see the record though four and one. You're right, and and the the Monday night loss to the Cowboys, but you survived against the Bears. You're running Wildcat for three possessions there as you're down <laughs> Taylor and Jones. Yep. They they the big comeback against Green Bay. Uh, the workman like I don't know how they beat Carolina. Carolina kept giving it away, but they won that game and lows. And then the comeback against Tennessee to start uh, as well. But if imagine if they win this game at home. Peekaboo, Jacksonville, Seattle bye week, Houston and the Lions coming up. Mm-hmm. Definitely playoff aspirations here, as what well. Wink Martindale, now the DC with the Giants, was asked about the familiarity factor and uh, knowing Lamar Jackson and what to expect Sunday.
5: It's another great challenge. You know, we went from, you know, Aaron Rodgers, league MVP, to now we're going to Lamar Jackson, league MVP. Uh, back in 19 so I was with him when he did that and he is a unbelievable player and for anybody that wants to say anything that he's not okay, because he's unbelievable and he's playing at an MVP uh, caliber right now like he was back in 19 not only can he beat you with his arm uh, which he's throwing the ball really well um, but uh, he can beat you with his legs, his mind, and everything else because he's he's playing at a high level.
4: Well, if there's a weakness, I then think Wink can uh, shut it down and exploit it. Uh, maybe that is that they can slow down the passing attack too uh, in the game Sunday. But that the familiarity factor and who has the edge—that's a tough call. But I
5: would lean Wink. Yeah, you on know that what? One, you can know everything you need to know about Lamar Jackson. You might not still be able to stop him. Yeah, they... I'm really irritated with the Ravens, Paul. So after a great start in the NFL. Huh? I needed the Ravens on Sunday night. Ravens minus three to start twenty and five in the Super Contest. Wow! So they got fourth and inches inside the ten. How are you doing here, by the way? Same record. I'm like one game behind that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, they have fourth and inches inside the ten. It's thirteen to ten. Yep. John Harbaugh the previous week went for it, got ripped by the media. So what's he do this time? He chickens out. He runs down, calls timeout, kicks a field goal. I was furious because it's 16-10. to 10, You know what's going to happen next. The Bengals are going to take the lead, 17-16, yeah. and the Ravens are going to rely on Justin Tucker to win the game by two. So I really thought the right thing to do by Harbaugh there was to go for it on fourth and inches with Lamar Jackson. And I was really disappointed that he chickened out in that spot. He second-guessed his decision because of the media criticism the previous week. He did. You can't do that. You can't let the media influence your decision making as a head coach if you believe you were right and the numbers support you were right. The previous week.
4: Okay, fair enough. Right. Uh, As we said earlier, it's a tough week in the NFL. Look no further than this game. Minnesota laying points on the road in Miami, where they've never won. Uh, It's been a house of horrors there too. But a mass unit from Miami. It doesn't look like Teddy's going to play. Several guys. You know, the pair. That's okay.
5: It's okay. Yeah. I kind of like Skylar Thompson. Better. Really, I like him better than Teddy Bridgewater.
4: Oh, come on! Yeah. Well, come on! Well, because he had a couple nice drives against I, uh, the
5: Jets. I watched him a lot in college. I watched him in the pre. He got a lot of action in the preseason. I watched every well pre-season, preseason game. He played preseason, right? Uh, I think Skylar Thompson can uh, get the job done here. I kind of like the Dolphins as home dogs.
4: Okay, now what do you think about the ping pong controversy? What's going on with it. the team? This
5: is one of my favorite stories of the week. <laughs> can we get to this? <laughs> this is good. <laughs> All right. So uh, here's Mike
4: McDaniel uh, <laughs> on the on what happened with the ping pong table, and he likes that they took this out with Tyreek Gill. Yeah.
0: Tyreek and the the captains decided that, um, you know, they wanted to take a step forward with uh, all of their opponent prep with regard to the team and their preparation with our game plans in general. So that so he made the move to take the ping pong tables out of the locker room. That 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 to
5: me is um, leadership. All right. Okay. You, go ahead. So one day later, Tyreek Hill contradicts his coach, and here's the rest of the story. <laughs> the ping pong table was warped, so they had they had it shipped out, and Tyreek Hill ordered a new, custom made ping pong table that's going to be in next week. It had nothing to do with <laughs> distractions or leadership yeah, right. or preparation for the uh, opponent. Yeah, yeah. Total BS. <laughs> <laughs> How great is that? They need a new toy. <laughs> the the right. coaches out there, wow. these guys are focused on the opponent. They sure. took out the ping pong table. The next day you find out, well, the ping pong table was warped. We ordered That's a good. new one. Yeah.
4: That's good. Yeah. I, I do think Minnesota, now this is crazy. Minnesota's 4-1 and one straight up in one and 1-4 ATS, right? And they, right, they were 12-15 right, right. of 15 on third down last week in the win against the Bears. But I think they move it here, and I was very concerned. Mm. Wilson and the Jets did whatever they wanted. Especially in the second half against Miami, the uh, breakdown all yeah. wide open, defensive breakdowns, gashing them on the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the Jets to score forty points on you, twenty-one in the fourth quarter. Yeah, still, but it's a bad job. I mean, I would think I would think Kirk's going to cook here and eat and get Jefferson going wow.
5: too, jumping on that Kirk Cousins right. bandwagon. Yeah,
4: man. well, the, the, but that's, the one and four thing is bizarre, right? This is weird. You're, you're four and one I'm straight up and one and four sure Dolph- I'm
5: not sure the Vikings are that good. Not sure yeah, the Dolphins be. are that good either. Yeah. Uh, But you don't want to overreact to what you saw last week, and I actually think the Dolphins are going to be live here as home dogs. All right, we do it every week. Great props coming up in the NFL. High-low, high-scoring
4: games, highest team, lowest-scoring game teams as well, and some uh, plethora of props with some good oddball stuff as well when we return on Visa and Follow the Money. Paulie Howard, Matt Humans, the Sports Betting Network.
3: This is
4: Follow the Money on VSIN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet. VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. With wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI assisted picks, First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at VEASAN.com slash horses. Sign up now.
5: You, did you collect cards growing up? Dude, I've got about 50,000 baseball cards somewhere. I don't know where they are. What's your gem? I think they're probably in hey. my parents' garage somewhere. You, anything huh? of value? Oh, sure, yeah. You know what, it, you know well, what it See, my dad was a Yankees fan, so okay. I grew up a Yankees fan, so I collected all those old... Uh, Yankees cards too, from the you know fifties and sixties. Uh, we were growing up in the late seventies and early eighties. Uh, like we were, baseball card collecting was huge. Oh, absolutely, that was a big deal. Yeah, we got a bunch of football cards,
4: card shows, you know. and all that. Oh what yeah. the Griffey rookie was worth and, and uh, right, absolutely. So the Godfather was in studio for a couple minutes. I saw him leaving yesterday. Brent Musburger, and then he had a, he was doing a radio spot. He has a Mickey Mantle rookie card. Mm. He has the whole set, he said. What, 52 tops, whatever? He... Oh. <laughs> it's not mint, but th- does it really matter at that point? It's like the Honus Wagner card. What's that? I mean, how he... the thing's so damn old? <laughs> of course, there's going to be something wrong <laughs> right, with it. Right, but right. I could not believe that. God knows what's that. Right. We just saw how much uh, of the last, what that thing went for. But Musburger's sitting on a gold mine. Nice. That's the mantle rookie
5: Maybe he'll give that to you as a Christmas present.
4: <laughs> okay, well. I would take it. Uh, time for some props here. Oddball and uh, the stuff that DraftKings puts up every single week. Uh, let's start oddball first. But next NFL coach fired or to resign. Kingsbury the favorite, then Hackett, then Ron Rivera at 9-2. to Down the list, further down the list, Reich, Carroll, Tomlin. No way they get rid of Tomlin. No. and uh, or Carroll either, but Kings Kingsbury, Hackett, and then Rivera. Frank Reich is actually
5: on thin ice in Indianapolis. I and right, you, that's you, a
4: big that's a big game coming up. Big game. Got be to beat the Jaguars at home. Yes,
5: absolutely. If you've listened to some of the comments by Jim Irsey recently, he's not too happy with uh, Frank Reich and uh, Chris Ballard. Oh yeah, if they lost to Denver, who knows what happens? Right? Uh, yeah, that's what. Actually, I liked about the, the Colts right now through five games for two, two, and one. They played some bad football. And to be 500 mm. as poorly as they have played, you actually got to feel kind of good about that because they went to Denver and they beat the Broncos without their best offensive player, Jonathan Taylor, and their best defensive player, Shaquille Leonard. They did. They won that game on the road, yeah. as ugly as it was, without two of their best players. Yeah. So somehow, beat the Chiefs, some, yeah As bad as Matt Ryan has looked, as old as he has looked, I think there's still. Yep. Some reasons to be somewhat positive about the Colts. Well, the
4: Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles all make the playoffs. Yes, plus 170. No, minus 250.
5: Yeah, I don't. The thing that you pointed out that's, that's key, the Giants have a very soft schedule. They have a schedule that could get yep. them to the playoffs.
4: Yep. Uh, I'm with you. I don't think they're that good. But if they can steal one Sunday. They might not have to be up. that
5: good against that schedule. Yeah, that is
4: true. Cowboys, $4 to make the playoffs. I think that's too high. Uh, but you're getting Dak here, uh, getting Dak back, back soon. If it doesn't happen Sunday, when will the Eagles lose their first game? Mm-hmm. Week fourteen or later is six to one, and then individual teams at Indy seven to one, Packers seven to one. That's at home. Commanders week ten nine to one, Titans twelve to one, undefeated. you better off with the roller, but
5: undefeated is eighteen to wow. one as well. And the Eagles—that's one you know. That's a the schedule's a joke. The schedule has not been that tough so far. They beat the Lions, the Vikings, Commanders, uh-huh. Jaguars, and Cardinals. Yep, and I think they get it
4: done Sunday too. So you see what's coming up. This is another thing I like. Why I think they win and cover. Yeah, that's headed soft, into the bye week. Soft at, yeah, coming out of the bye, it's Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington, Indy, Green Bay at home. My God, and that again, the adjusted win total is thirteen and a half now. Uh, at DraftKings, they do it every week. We love them. We grade them on Monday as well. Highest scoring game Sunday. Obviously, Bills Chiefs, the favorite. Cardinals Seahawks, your second choice. And then can you find something here? Can you find a gym? Cowboys Eagles, 18 to 1. Can't see it. Actually, Patriots Browns, 16 to 1.
5: Now you're going to have too much running. Patriots and Browns both want to run the ball yeah, all day but, long.
4: Yeah, but I, you could see big plays though, too. And and I I did I did not see this coming. Cleveland averaging twenty-six a game, allowing twenty-five per game.
5: Mm-hmm. Too
4: much well, you throw they, it out. Okay. They
5: played some games that were wild in yes, the fourth they have. quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they
4: have. Um 49ers Falcons 13 to one, no good. Adam Chernoff will make a case for this total coming up. Buccaneers Steelers 13 to 1. Bengals-Saints 11-1. to That could be a wild game. I'd give that one a look, yes. Dalton has played well, even with guys out. And we checked the status Mm -hmm. of Alavi who had the concussion. Uh, Thomas banged up. Landry banged up. But that game, I mean, they couldn't slow down Geno.
5: I I think That that could be a shootout. Keep an eye on Bengals-Saints. And uh, you know what? Cowboys-Eagles might be higher scoring than you think.
4: think. Okay, how about Vikings-Dolphins, if you're a Thompson fan? Could be points in that one too. That is ten to one. I don't want Jets-Packers plus eight fifty. I don't. I don't. I would not look at that as the third choice. But Vikings-Dolphins ten to one, Bengals-Saints eleven, Patriots-Browns sixteen to one. Highest scoring game on Sunday. Lowest scoring game the chalk, Panthers and Rams plus five fifty. You can't lay that with the Rams, can you? Even with Carolina in disarray, they're broken offensively. Cup has all the reception. All these receptions, I think only two of them have gone for le- uh, 25 yards right. or more.
5: Right. Well, the Rams have no number two receiver. Can't run the ball either. Allen Robinson gets about three yards a catch.
4: Right. Well, that's also on Stafford too. Yeah. Stafford Stafford not even well, looking. Stafford's
5: at. got no time to throw. And I'm uh, not going to make excuses for Stafford, but he doesn't have time to throw. That offensive line, like you said, is a complete mess. And uh, the Rams just don't have. I don't think they have the personnel to get this thing turned around. Rams. I don't think you are going to be a playoff.
4: Well, team, yeah, $1.30. I was going to ask you that. They're only $1. thirty. the yes, to make the playoffs. So, Cowboys-Eagles 7-1. to I'm on the under on this game. Jacksonville-Indy. What am I missing here? And a little, you know, 44 down to 42. Who's mm-hmm. scoring in this game? It's 24-0 in the first one, first meeting. Right. And you saw the Thursday night debacle <laughs> with Indy. And then right. L- Lawrence's little uh, Vinny Testaverdi in him keeps both teams in the game. Mm-hmm. Seven turnovers the last couple of weeks. I can't see this going over. 42. Patriots Browns plus 750 49ers Falcons plus 850. I don't know how bosa may not play but I don't know how Atlanta scores Tampa Pittsburgh Ravens Giants also same number and then you have 10 to one in the Vikings game the Saints game Jets Packers 14 to one Bill's Chiefs lowest scoring game 50 to one now what would have to happen in that game I mean how would that, that... Yeah. number one have to be weather don't bet but that, uh it. yeah highest scoring team Bills 5-1, the favorite. Arizona plus eight fifty. I think they go up and down the field against Seattle. Everyone I mean, a, has at
5: this point. You know, right? If you look at the Seattle defense, it's, uh-huh. it's a bad defense. But the one thing they had uh, last year, Jamal Adams is a, a sideline to sideline. He's a safety, but he's really like a linebacker. He defends the whole field. And he's a lot like Roquan Smith of the Chicago mm-hmm. Bears. You take Jamal Adams off that defense, how the hell are the Seahawks going to stop Kyler Murray? I don't like the Cardinals necessarily in the big picture, but the Cardinals should go up and down the field on the Seahawks. Yeah, plus the the success they've had on the road, which I can't believe. Right, and they can't
4: win at home. And they they haven't scored a point in the first quarter either. Packers plus 850. Chiefs, Buccaneers, Rams all 10-1. to San Francisco 12, Seattle 14. Uh, So are the Ravens too. And uh, you want to get nuts, Pittsburgh and Carolina 90-1, to most points. Lowest scoring team, Carolina plus 450. Pittsburgh seven to one, Dallas, Atlanta, G-Men ten to one, Jets and Patriots eleven to one. Zappi looked good on Sunday. Seventeen of twenty one. I like, like Zappi. and the running game was fantastic against the Lions. And I think they could gash the Browns on the on the with the road on the road with the running game. As Cleveland hasn't been able to stop anybody as well. Saints, Dolphins sixteen to one, Colts twenty two to one. Browns, Bengals. I take a look at the Bengals. Browns and Bengals, 25 to 1. Eagles, 28 to 1. And uh, lowest scoring team, Bills, Packers, 90 to 1. Buccaneers, Chiefs, Cardinals, 60 to 1. Most passing yards, no surprise. Mahomes and Allen, your chalk. Brady, 10 to 1. Cousins and Burrow, Stafford, 12 to 1. Matty Ice, 13 to 1. No way, no <laughs> wow. how. I want no, no part of that. No. Uh, been sacked, what, 21 times. Murray, 14 to 1. So is Geno. How about Geno on this? Completing 75% of his passes, nine touchdowns so far, and he's been uh, cooking with Lockett and DK. Lawrence is 18 to one. Rogers and Skylar Thompson, 22 to one as well. So is Dalton. All oh. the way down to Danny Dimes and Mariota, and PJ
5: Walker, 90 to one. How about Jalen Hurts at 30 to one? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, you know we talked about this. The Philadelphia offensive line is elite, and I, I think. If Michael Parsons is slowed for some reason with that groin injury, if they can keep the uh, the pressure off of Hurts, he's got a chance to hit for some big play. The that, that Dallas secondary is not great in coverage yeah, at all. Yeah. The the strength of the Dallas defense mm-hmm. is putting pressure on the quarterback. But Philly's got the receivers. They could really tear, tear that uh, Cowboys secondary apart. All right, and most
4: I'll rushing look yards. I think that, uh, there'd be a Pacharchian was talking about Mostert. If he could go off against the Vikings, he's sixteen to one.
5: That could happen uh, in, in the middle of the the, the pack
4: there too. Mostert and
5: Skylar Thompson could be hard to stop.
4: Yeah, Adam Chernoff up next. Covers.com, simple handicap podcast. He likes a side, he likes a total, he likes a couple props and a teaser. Tough week, as he tweeted. I agree with him. We'll go over the NFL next with Adam Chernoff, Eason, the Sports Betting Network.
3: This is Follow the Money on
4: VSEN. Welcome back! NASCAR playoffs in full swing. Time to see all your favorite drivers in fabulous Las Vegas. South Point 400 this weekend at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. VSEN's own Brent Musburger will be the Grand Marshal of the race. We'll also broadcast from the track Sunday morning on Brent's countdown to kickoff. Room and ticket packages available. For more info, head to SouthPointCasino.com. Every Tuesday and Friday during the football season, Adam covers.com Follow him on Twitter and Simple Handicap Podcast as well. Joins us now to chop it up in the NFL. I agree with your tweet that you said this is a tough week based on the games, lines, and also all the injuries we have so far.
3: Yeah, the latter's really causing me a lot of trouble, specifically the changes within the concussion protocol, which I think batters need to take note of because it came in kind of quietly before the start of week five, and we saw it impacted right away with Teddy Bridgewater getting hit on the first play. So now there's a little bit more extenuating circumstances to get out of the concussion protocol as well as what qualifies as a concussion. And that especially applies in play during the game it's much more difficult now to come back from what would be deemed as a possible concussion than we have seen before and so there's a handful of guys this week that have it there's a number of cluster injuries on the defensive side for a lot of teams that are making it very difficult so a lot of hesitation in a lot of games to pull the trigger Today, we're going to see some movement later on uh, with the final injury reports. But it's a it's a mm-hmm. tricky week all the way around.
5: What about the Colts? Do you think Darius Shaquille Leonard is going to be on the field for the Indianapolis defense?
3: Good example of uh, a little bit more difficult to clear the protocol. He's got the broken nose. He has the concussion. He's still in it. It's trending in the wrong direction at the moment, but a lot of uncertainty there for him, as well as Jonathan Taylor, who had the high ankle sprain. And now he's all of the sudden back at practice for what usually holds a guy out four weeks. Um, Tough call on both of them, but um, neither trending entirely in the right direction at the moment.
4: All right. Uh, But Brady's won 12 in a row against rookie quarterbacks. And they hit the road against Pittsburgh. They can't win a game without Watt. What he means to that defense, a good call by you. You had an easy winner with the Bills last week. That was ugly. And the long touchdown, you also had Davis over. Beautiful call. The 98-yard touchdown off the bat. What do you think of the uh, matchup here, Tampa going against Pittsburgh, and if Pickett can get anything going on
3: offense? Pickett to this offense is just a shot of variance because they had nothing working behind that offensive line basically for the last season and five weeks, really. uh, We've seen a quarterback that couldn't push the ball downfield and Roethlisberger, Trubisky that couldn't do anything. Now you have Pickett, and what we've seen from him is boom or bust. But in that Bills game specifically, I think that's a very tough spot on the road making your first ever start in the NFL. But they only put three points on the scoreboard. Anybody who watched that game probably saw a much different look from the Steelers' offense because they had six different drives inside the Buffalo 25. And again, they end up with only three points on the scoreboard. That was all sustained offense, too. Each one of those six drives went for at least eight plays. So the Steelers were moving the football last week. They just couldn't find the end zone. So this offense, to me, needs to be upgraded based on what we saw from Pickett, as well as what that is compared to for the Trubisky offense. Now, on the defensive side, I think the Steelers need to go the other direction. I don't know if this is going to be a Seahawks, Lions, Falcons level of bad defense, but on the season, their 20th, they They've played Mac Jones, Jacoby Brissett, Zach Wilson, all in odd circumstances. That's more than half of their games. They're just 20th as a defense. This is a really bad unit. And this week, they have injuries across their entire secondary. All four starters are on the injury report. It's a big step up in class to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I look at it where the Steelers getting priced at 44 and a half while these other bad defenses find their games in the high 40s. The Steelers now have the offense to warrant that, and as bad as this defense is against a much better Bucks offense, I think we see a lot of points in this one. So over forty-five is a bet for me on this game. Okay, how about a prop you like in this game? Just point out um, George Pickens, who's becoming Kenny Pickens—bit of a tongue twister. Uh, favorite target <laughs> so far. Um, his target share has gone up to nineteen percent in the time that. Pickett has been on the field, Pickens, and so he's getting a lot more targets, a lot more attention, but uh, he's a big deep threat as well. And so matched up against the Tampa Bay secondary, um, he's going to find space downfield. He's going to be targeted. His number right now is still too short for what a true number one receiver should be. I know Matt Canada had a press conference where he put Deontay Johnson above him, but the way that he's being treated on field by this offense Suggest otherwise. otherwise. Um, so you can find him at 45 and a half receiving yards. And that is a number I go over.
4: You're a Jets fan. Uh, I, I said going into last week, they lucky they were not 0 and 4, but now they sit 3 and 2 and they were phenomenal in the second half against Miami scoring 40 points. Now you're hearing the rookie of the year talk with Hall. He was awesome in that game. What do you want to do with Hall's prop?
3: So for the Hall prop specifically, He's now back-to-back weeks with Zach Wilson, where he's got at least 17 carries. His rushing share went from the three games with Flacco below 20%. Now he's getting 65% plus of the rushes that the Jets have with Zach Wilson under quarterback. And so you can see a clear offensive shift. What I like about this, too, was after the week three game, LaFleur and Salah went at each other. Salo wanted more running because the Jets were so pass heavy with Flacco. And in the two starts that we've seen for Zach Wilson on their center, um, the pass rate compared to expectation has actually dropped 7% below what it would expected to be on down and distance as well as time in the game. Compared to what was neutral, it was plus 1% with Flacco. So the Jets with Joe Flacco were actually passing more than expected. And now with Wilson, They're running more than expected. So you have this dynamic running back and Hall out of the backfield Mm. who's now getting the touches he deserves, is a huge part of the run game. And the Jets are running a lot more. They get a really bad run defense in the Packers this week. It's a good matchup for Hall. He's at 58.5 rushing yards this morning. That is a number that I would go over for Hall in this game.
5: What about the uh, the line here? Why do you think it's ticked up from seven to seven and a half? And could you make a good case for the Packers laying the seven or not?
3: I think it's a bigger number for the Packers to be laying. I don't know if I'd make a case. I think seven's a good number. Um, there was some news with Aaron Rodgers. So he had a thumb issue that mm-hmm. was unreported. That caused them to miss practice on Wednesday. That brought this number down from seven and a half to seven. Now he's back at practice yesterday on Thursday. This number came back up a little bit. Um, What's interesting to watch in this one specifically, the Jets with LaFleur are using play action at the highest rate in the NFL. No defense has been worse defending play action than the Green Bay Packers so far through five weeks this season. So there's some favorable offensive matchups for the Jets. Um, As high as I am on the New York offense, it's a tall task going into Lambeau and doing what we saw them do against the Dolphins. Again, for another week, I think they're competitive, but this is still a big mismatch in competition. All
4: right. Beeson, all the money, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff, our guest, follow him on Twitter, covers.com. How about a teaser? would you play here?
3: So the Eagles tease down um, might get neglected because everybody's looking always through to seven and the three, but this is a very, very short total at 42. So if you can tease them down to minus a half uh, from six and a half, you're essentially getting them on the money line. The The Cowboys have really won the four games with Cooper Rush, largely in part to their defense, but they've played a four-game stretch of offensive lines, which have just been horrendous. And so they've blitzed a lot, they've generated a ton of pressure. The Eagles offensive line, one of the best in the NFL, it can block all that up. And what that also causes the Eagles to do, one of my connections that watches a ton of film and is very good at it, he's pointed out how with Sirianni, Uh, In the last year and now five weeks, anytime they face a lot of pressure, they up the tempo. So I think that's a really interesting look for the Eagles this week, who much more difficult competition where the Cowboys have done well than what we've seen so far um, with Cooper Rush. So it's a big sort of coming back to earth for the Cowboys this week on Sunday night against the Eagles. And then I would have to pair it with the Kansas City Chiefs teased up to plus eight and a half. Uh, It's a big number. For them to be laying at home, we've heard it all week. But if you're teasing up through the three and the seven within this matchup and you're getting them to eight and a half, I think that's a lot of points for Mahomes at home. And it's a really kind of a test for the Bills defense. These secondary issues have existed for them since week three of the season. Now we're really seeing an offense that can take advantage of that. Um, so if you're getting eight and a half at home with the Chiefs, um, that to me is a good teaser like to put in. With the Eagles teased down, uh, that first leg I think is really, really good. So I'll put the Chiefs and the Eagles in a six-point teaser this week.
4: All right, very good. Uh, good luck this weekend, and we'll see you uh, coming up.
3: Thanks, guys. See you next week.
4: You got it. Adam Chernoff, Covers.com, Simple Handicap podcast as well, and a, a tough slate of games coming up. Matt had a very good tidbit on vison.com about what happened last week in divisional games. We'll go over that coming up in rapid fire in the NFL. Coming up next on VEASAN, the sports betting network, all the money.
1: at luckylandslots.com available to players in the US excluding Washington and Michigan no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply
4: this is follow the money on
3: VSEN.
4: temperature cooling off all sports heating up at Bet Rivers Online Book, your go to book, all the latest lines, odds, and boost for pro football, college basketball, and hockey. Perfect time to join Bet Rivers. Three playoff games today, all the props in Major League Baseball. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the app today at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. How's some Mexican pizza treating
5: you at Taco it's great, Bell? Great, great. Yeah? Have at least five a week. <laughs> You know, one thing I don't like about Taco Bell right now, when you when you watch all these football games on the weekend, we get got these, now we're getting bombarded by Bell commercials. And they've got this guy that I cannot stand in the Taco Bell commercials, uh, Pete Danielson or whatever his name is. Pete Davidson? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Danielson. The guy with the dyed well, you know, blonde hair. You know, he was with he, Kim he was, Kardashian. He was with the Kardashian. Sure. Okay, right. first of all, he's not a good-looking guy. Yeah. He's not funny. Oh. So explain his popularity to me, Paul. What is it? I think people Because say I, I hate these Taco Bell commercials. Why it, it, well, it bothers Daniels. you that much? They're quick? Well,
4: people think he's funny. Why? I saw Saturday is Night Live. Th- you think he's funny? I haven't seen the stand-up. I thought he was oh. good on Saturday Night Live. I, I don't understand it either,
5: but that's... For years, I heard people say Kevin Hart was funny. Oh, and no, at no, all. No and then way. I pay attention to his jokes no. and what he said. He's not funny. He just acts... No acts like a clown, just acts crazy, <laughs> What he says is not funny. Right. And I don't think anything this Pete Danielson guy says is funny either. He <laughs> <laughs> should
4: change his name. Kevin Hart is getting horrible advice. Less is more. Like, you don't have to say yes to everything that's offered to you. Commercials and – He's on saying, DraftKings. Oh, he's everywhere. Huh? Yeah, yeah, he is. I, no, but to talk I, about when you watch there, football
5: but... on the weekend, you see these same commercials over and over. And that, that Taco Bell commercial with him is annoying.
4: You don't think you're going to run to make a bet because uh, Kevin Hart is? No, I don't. think <laughs> no, so. I'm no, not running think. to Taco Bell
5: because <laughs> that, Pete, the guy with Pete the dyed Danielson. blonde hair is sitting on the on the counter. Yeah. How about who was this, huh? this
4: guy? Who was this guy? Was talking about inflation, and then said it's so bad I had to, I spent twenty eight dollars on lunch at Taco Bell. Now that's impossible. There's no way that happened. He's lying. It's possible. Well, you got to be a huge guy. I mean, 20. Oh, Derek Stevens Kobayashi. It. Derek no, he went with his wife. They spent $50. I gave him the challenge. I go, "I'll, oh. I'll bet I bet Bill Addy." I said, "Bill, I bet $100. <laughs> you can't spend $50 at Taco Bell." This right. was a couple years ago. Right. They did it, but they had to work their asses off. It was $52. Mm-hmm. He had the $12 nachos. Inflation now the prices are right. up. You're not spending, you can't it's spend easier. $28. It's easier to get to $28. $28 you can't now. get the $28 for lunch on Taco
5: Bell. You can't do it. If you eat two Mexican pizzas, a spicy beef grilled cheese burrito, nachos bela grande, three ta- do, you, do you include the drink?
4: Okay, but again, you're talking about chestnut stuff here. I mean, you can't put this stuff away. $28 on lunch.
5: <laughs> Give me a break. Our producer, Dustin, could do it in I 10 so. minutes. Excellent. Very Let's good. have the Taco Bell Challenge with Dustin. $28 worth of food. We give them 15 minutes to eat it. No not no wait for that. Do you? Uh, w- what's the game plan today after the show? Chick fil A. Chick fil A this morning. What's the order? I'm going to go home and wait for all the guys on the Friday football invitational to send their picks in. Right. So I'll I'll, I'll be uh, working <laughs> on that till about two this afternoon. What'd you have? What'd you have before the show? I, I grilled a couple of Italian sausages on my George Foreman grill. Uh, at at what time? Local at a, time at about three o'clock before I drove in here. Why?
4: <laughs> you, are, you are hatched again. You are you are something. I've never seen anything like it. You don't sleep. The food. You, you will have six meals today, and they. Oh, today's
5: today's going to be a six meal day, no doubt. And about five it. of them will be no fast sleep moving. today. So hold on. <laughs> what's after
4: Chick Fil A? And then you get the picks. What's I'll, lunch?
5: I have. To, I'll update you later. I don't know. See, I. <laughs> Usually... This is too good. What, what? I I, I can't get enough of this. You you, you eat
4: eat, eat six meals a a day, and they're usually all fast food. That's why we have the rank. How about the guys with the T-shirts who came to visit? Did you see that? They had the Mad Humans Fast Food ranking T-shirt. I can't
5: believe anybody would wear that (laughs) T-shirt, I I appreciate the support. What are you you um, leaning? It could be... Well, I do have a steak, a grilled <laughs> steak in my refrigerator that I could warm up. I could eat that. Well, I, because I don't want to run out to get anything. I like to sit there when these guys send their picks in for the contest.
4: I, th- I thought you didn't have silverware. Oh, a you don't time, have dishes.
5: Time stamp at all, huh? Right. You don't have silverware, I thought. No, but I got, I've got plastic. Oh, plastic for the steak. Okay. Plastic, okay. <laughs> <yeah>. okay. <laughs> do you have silverware? Of course.
4: You don't cook at all. Well, hey, pl- no, a paper plate store. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, that I have. Right. I need for the mac and cheese and stuff like that. All right, back to the fun. Um, rapid fire in the NFL. As I said earlier, uh, I did not see this coming with Cleveland. Number one, Cleveland could be undefeated. We mentioned the Jets could have been 0 4 going into mm-hmm. last week.
5: Cleveland could be 5 and 0. Well, that's the They've NFL. Led in- you, you get so many coin flip games. It's well, that, that, that can't happen. The Raiders though. are 1 and 4. They could be 4 and 1. You know, you just. You can't lose the Jets game.
4: They've led in the fourth quarter in all five games, they're 2 and 3. The rest of the NFL, 51 15 1. Uh, with that stat, 26 points per game on offense. They've allowed 25 points per game. This whole thing was, can Brissett just manage the game? Kid's been awesome. The defense is letting them down. Right. And again, it happened last week against the Chargers. What do you think of the number here? Two and a half at home. I'll tell you, the Patriots win this game. I thought they were dead. They win this with what's coming up. You could get back in a playoff picture mm-hmm. here and survive without Mac.
5: I, I love the Patriots last week. Against the Lions. Oh, I a, a totally missed one. Totally. It was a layup. That was my best bet of the week. Gamble against Belichick. Yep. It, yep. T- it turned out uh, just the way I envisioned it. Uh, this week, I don't know. It's a lot tougher game to handicap here. I really believe that Ramondre Stevenson is a hell of a back. Yep. Patriots going to try to run the ball primarily. So are the Browns. I like Bailey Zappi. And I thought when the, sure. when the Patriots drafted him in the fourth round out of Western Kentucky, I thought, man, that's a smart draft pick because that's a guy you can really develop into a Absolute Quality backup quarterback behind Mac Jones.
4: No offense. Thank God Hoyer got hurt. This is a blessing Hoyer's in disguise. Stiff. Yeah, lost 12 in a row. Come on.
5: Yeah, get Hoyer out. Yeah, okay? Zappi
4: played well. 17 Make, Hoyer, make right.
5: Hoyer a quarterback coach. Yeah. got kicking get, get him look, off the roster.
4: Look what he did right. at Western Kentucky.
5: Right. Right. Yep. He's got a little mobility too. He can get outside the pocket. He can make plays. So I, I feel like the Patriots are more dangerous with Bailey Zappi at quarterback. Not more dangerous than with Mac Jones. I still like Mac Jones a lot. But. Uh, I'm not surprised mm-hmm. here to see money come in on the Pats at plus three. Because we saw the full three out there this week, Paul. It didn't last too long, and it dropped to two and a half. So the sharper money is on the yep. Patriots plus three. Yep,
4: it could be a, a lot of points in the Seattle game. Much has been made about moving the game back. But first things first, Seattle's got to beat Houston in game three, and this will be a 2:30 Pacific – this is going to be fun 2:30 2-30 uh, Pacific kick if Seattle wins in baseball tomorrow – But this whole talk was Kingsbury the favorite to be fired, the slow start. They can't win a home game. They win this one. I expect them to win Sunday. Then they come back at home against the Saints. Then they're thinking playoffs. But, again, this is on Kingsbury. What is going on with the slow starts? He was asked about it this week.
5: I think it starts with me and making sure we're, you know, those first – 10 whatever scripted plays are, are on point everybody's in sync and we know them and, and we know we can be effective and and then we just got to go out and execute you know what we've seen in practice all week hasn't been showing up in those first couple of series for whatever reason and i don't know if we're too excited and too too hyped up whatever but it, it's got to change because i think we've led 10 minutes and five games and um that that is no way to survive an nfl season this guy has
4: pictures of somebody he doesn't make any sense with his resume the work and jobs he's has he's still they they haven't scored a point in the first quarter. That's embarrassing. Impossible. You're right? Come
5: out too jacked up, too hyped up. Come on. You're scripting the plays. What are you doing? Too excited, too hyped? What kind of explanation is that? Yeah. How about you execute? It's not high school.
4: Yeah. Another thing too, <laughs> uh they are
5: already regretting that Murray contract. Oh,
4: shit. Oh, is that oh, yeah. bad? Well, that, f- that 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 contract is, is is albatross. You
5: know it was bad before the, they did it. Yes, it was. Pro tip Am time. I crazy, no, by the way, ahead. because I like home dogs and I don't like the Cardinals in the big picture. I just don't like this team, and yeah. especially until you get DeAndre Hopkins back. When you get yeah. him back, that could change the dynamics of that offense a little bit. Uh, but I kind of like the Cardinals at Seattle.
4: You have to. 11-1 and one runs on the road, regular right. season. Right. They're, 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 they're graded on the road, awful at home. Here's the pro tip. We're going back to the London angle. Keep an eye on the Giants and the Packers. Teams coming off the London game without a bye. Are six and one of the over, and they've all trailed or been tied in the fourth quarter. Happened again last week. Vikings trailed, got the win, didn't cover. Saints trailed, got the win and cover. The big comeback and Hill ran ran wild against Seattle. Again, something to focus on with your totals and in play, and also uh, be careful if you want to lay the uh, points here, or at least with the get involved with the Giant game as well. With what happened, that's the uh, pro tip. They're every hour and available for every subscriber only at VEASAN.com. Interesting angle and tough spot, too, when you factor in no buy coming off the London game. Everyone pissed off, all NFL fans, after what happened with the roughing the passer with Jarrett against Brady and then the Monday night game with Jones. Sarator came out and said they blew the call. Absolutely blew the call. Does Dean Blandino agree? NFL on Fox Rules analyst coming up on Visa next.
3: baby and you're just lying there
4: watching on the couch uh-uh that's not gonna cut it you need to get in the game
5: with bet river sportsbook there you go now you're live in the action live in game bets live player props and live player props and live player props and live player props